This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Dot com slash yanks. Today is November 2nd. The World Series is winding down, which means the Yankees offseason is starting up. So let's talk about the New York Yankees. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. And in the corner, we got producer BBD. Back to our regularly scheduled episodes. This offseason will be coming out every Tuesday and Thursday. Live or premiering on YouTube at around 11.30 noon-ish. Jake, how you doing? James, Big Baby David, everyone live in the chat, everyone else listening. Happy potential last day of baseball. Uh, the World Series is winding down. Thank you to any of our Talking Yanks people that have been tuning into live streams or any of the Talking Baseball World Series stuff we've been doing. I'm doing well. I, uh, Jim, we just kind of had a an impromptu meeting. And uh, it was the first time I was kind of excited to get, like, my Yankee brain going. Mm. You know, let's talk some club options. Let's The only Yankee conversation, which is kind of the how's the weather, is like, which shortstop do you want? You a Correa or a Sega guy? Um, I've been talking to a lot of smokers recently. Um, nice guys. They just can't quit it. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to get into some of the nitty-gritty also some fun Halloween Yankee stuff, so you get the silly the sillies out. I'm doing good. How are you doing, Jim? You got some some stuff. Got some stuff going on. Yeah, so we'll be back to regularly scheduled episodes, but I will not be on them. I'll try. We might have some bank that might be here and there, but uh baby should be coming today as you're listening to this or tomorrow. Uh, and then I'm taking three weeks off. Being with the kid, and then I'm ha- and then I'm part time for three weeks, so I don't know what that means for talking Yanks. Jake's got some co-hosts, uh, guests lined up that are going to be awesome. I think we have some episodes that we can like put in the can. Uh, but as updates come, we'll we'll be here every Tuesday and Thursday. And if it's breaking news, whenever that happens, except me, I'm gonna go hang out with my baby. Fingers crossed, everything goes smooth. That'll be nice. Yeah, no, yeah. we're we're gonna. We're going to get ahead of some things. I think we've got some good ideas for off-season topics. We're going to do some of the fun stuff uh, that you guys have asked for in the past. Not going to give too much away. Uh, and some topical stuff. I think we're going to take some different angles at free agency this year. Um, you know, maybe point out some of the more glaring things and talk about kind of every direction it can go. That way we'll clip the two minutes where we're right and yes. we'll be like, oh, Absolutely. Undefeated. Should have listened to us. Absolutely. Perfect season. Did you hear that? Did you hear it? A perfect season. I actually just went to DraftKings.com. You're kidding. Because I wanted to place a bet on the Yankees to win the World Series because I figure the odds are probably great. Yeah. I mean, or bad, however you want to look at them. Okay. Sprinkle some on there, but they don't have it yet. I guess I don't know when they're going to put those up, but I'm excited to do that. And you can as well at DraftKings. You just got to go to the sportsbook. You guys use the code JOHNBOY when you download the app. Uh, you can get yourself some. Here, here's what you do. Here's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet $1 on the World Series game. You get $100 in free bets. You put that $100 in free bets on the Yankees to win the World Series. In the odd chance it happens, you probably win 
Like, uh, what do you think it is? Hundred grand? How much to win a hundred grand? If you put a hundred on them right now, what do you? What I don't know. Another. If you wet- put a hundred bucks on the Yankees right now to win next year's World Series, yeah. it's probably like hundred to make four hundred, something like that. Yankees never get have. great odds because people bet on them. But then, but I, would they don't like them now. I would assume their odds are better than that. You're going to make a lot of money, and all you did um, was put $1 on game mm. six of the World Series, and then they gave you $100. You put all that 100 on the Yankees to win the World Series, and then you're so happy because it happened, and you're double happy because you made a ton of money, and mm. if the Yankees don't make the World Series and they disappoint us again, then – you're at a dollar. It's easy. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $1 on any World Series game and win $100 in free bets if either team gets a hit. That's promo code JOHNBOY, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the 2021 World Series. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA. Only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for de- details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Major League Baseball trademarks and copyrights are used with permission of Major League Baseball. Visit MLB.com. So go do that. Huge. And, yeah, I guess the other thing we should announce, uh, we've decided to reverse engineer the whole show to get closer to 2020 vibes, or 2017 vibes. So I'm moving back to Denver. Yes. Jim's moving back to San Francisco, and BBD is just going to be a sperm in our belly. Oh. You really think that? I don't know. I don't think Probably not. I don't think okay. the science adds up there either. No. does not. We have a... Uh... We have a list okay, of stuff that's been happening in Yankees land that we've missed. Are you excited about to read this? I am. Let's start with the, the big stuff. Okay. Aaron Hicks got engaged. To Cheyenne Woods. A lot of you might know her from uh, the Gram or uh, LPGA Tour. She, uh, Tiger's niece. That's how I know her. Good content. Uh no, Aaron's brother, our guy, posts a lot of content with her as well. So maybe you've seen it from Joe Hicks's gram. If you're if you're a real Yankees fan, so happy for them. Happy for them. That's great. And Aaron more- Hicks is going to have a new, new arm, new wife. Well, yeah, I don't know if he's been married. Just but a new wife, sure. Still a new wife. Sounds like there was an old one involved in new. I don't know. Garrett Cole and his family, they dressed up like The Office, so... Did it well. They did do it well. That's why it works. That can be a real cop-out outfit, and they did did it well. well. They did it well. As did the Coles. The Coles, obviously. That's that's on us. Nestor's little cousin dressed up as him for Halloween, it says here. I didn't see that. Did you see that? that. Look it up. Yeah, Nestor Cortez cousin. Nestor Cortez cousin Halloween. Another nephew, Jeter's nephew... Dressed up as Jazz Chisholm for Halloween, and it was good content. Swagged out. So that's kind of the big stuff. Yeah, I still can't find uh, the Nestor one. It's got to be on his. Nestor Cortez Jr. nephew. It's not a great Google search, I'll be honest. Yeah. Nephew? I'll be honest. Nothing's coming up for me either. Yeah. Uh, into more real stuff, Jamison Tyone got his ankle surgery done. Yep. So um, he's on the road to recovery. That's always big news. That is. Uh, interested to see timeline stuff. I'm sure we'll get we'll get some interesting updates during spring training, and we'll have to do the tea leaves game. Found a little it. Bit. Okay. Master story. Yeah. His cousin dressed up like mustache, Yankees outfit, Yankees hat. Really just Yankees uniform with a fake mustache. Great job. Not bad. Popular costume this year. Bronxy. We saw that. That was a good costume. Tyone, good luck, man. Yeah. See you when we not, see you. Not a bit. fun, but at least he's on the other side of it now. Okay. There were some awards. I mean, I don't really care about a lot of the awards season stuff, but... Our awards? No, not our awards. Oh. Although, I mean, Judge gets the Fielding Bible Award, which sounds more like one of our awards than an actual (laughs) award. This is the Fielding Bible. Yeah. Neil Walker. Mm. Man of faith and can play anywhere in the field. Be his documentary. Yeah. 
the fielding Bible. 18 games in right field. No, Judge won the fielding Bible. They I don't like I don't know how real this is. It's pretty real. It is? Yeah, and in defensive baseball circles it, they it's are. It's obviously well not regarded. one that's going to show up on the baseball reference page, but it's like one of those places. It's basically who these people are, are the people that have gotten so mad at the gold glove people in the past. They were like, we need to make something we feel proud of. Congrats to Judge. Yeah. Mookie Betts won it last year. Ballinger won it in 19. Mookie won it in 18, 17, 16. Wow. Company you keep, right? Mookie Betts, basically. Mookie Betts. Any other Yankee get like even nominated? Or how's this work? Well, they they have, have a bunch of nominations at the rest of this section. Real awards aren't out quite for yet. the fielding bible. Not fielding bible. Oh, that's what I meant. I mean, so. uh, I believe Judge is the only fielding bible guy because they just give out. I think they just show up, give out an award. It's not like a nomination. They do like you get to vote for ten people, and then the sliding scale. Were you upset that Judge didn't get a Gold Glove? Not upset. I mean, upset's the wrong word. It's. I guess I'm upset at baseball. Like, the the way everything came out, and you know, I know we're gonna get to the silver slugger stuff in a in a second, but dude, it's just hysterical. I mean, Joey Gallo is nominated for the DH silver slugger this year, but and he's also nominated for the right finalist. field gold glove. <laughs> It really doesn't make sense. So when you say those sentences out loud. Well, all their formats are for old school baseball. Guy played a position. Yeah. It is funny that he's got like more nominations than Judge, and Judge had just a better season than him. Yeah. Defensively. and uh, The only reason I, I don't really care about gold gloves is, one, they're meaningless, and two, Judge uh, actively said he wasn't, Trying in the first half. He's like, I, I just, I've learned how to limit my body. I've learned how to not make the dives when you don't need to make it. And I think Gold Glove usually goes to guys like Kiermaier who are just putting their bodies on the line and not stop. This is probably the year he's been least deserving of it. Yeah. Uh, but he's still so good. He's still but, really good. But yeah. Um, it's an overall frustration that he hasn't gotten one yet. Gallo nominated for right field gold gloves. So the Yankees like have Clint Frazier nominated, then Gallo in back to back years, two nominations Ooh. that don't make sense. And it's like, it'll be a fantastic bar trivia at yeah. some point. And, what? What? Back to back right fielders for the Yankees nominated for gold gloves in 2020 and 2021. It's different really people. Like, judge? judge no, actually, it's no. gotta be Judge. What do you right? mean it's not Judge? Gotta be Judge. No, it's two guys that. How many combined innings at right field did, or combined games? Started at right field, mm. didn't both have. I mean, for the Yankees is the real strong yeah. twist Gallo there. played yeah. nine games in right field as a Yankee. Did he start all of those? I be- I would assume they were all starts. I'm just looking at the general appearance. My log. Joey Gallo. Gallo on the season, because we're getting to the Silver Slugger, but Six 14 starts. total games as a D. Six starts for Gallo yeah. in right field? As a Yankee. And uh, let's see, Clint Frazier was like 30 or 29. 60-game season, but something like that. Yeah, it just adds to the lore of the trivia a lot when you get to say. It's going to be a good yes trivia one day. It is. He started. Paul O'Neill's going to let out a giant laugh. 27. 27 starts in right field. Yes. So, and Gallo was six. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be like a who were the five Yankees the Yankee outfielders nominated for Gold Glove or who were finalists for Gold Gloves, yeah. None of them judge. Thirty three games started in right field combined. Two Gold Glove nominations. It's a silly sport sometimes. That's a ridiculous one. Played a great right field in Texas all the whole time he was there, but. Uh, yeah, didn't do that on the Yankees. So. Yeah, like at least this this a one's a trade. It, yeah, yeah. There's make, more the process. Makes yeah, yeah. Sense, the funkiness but, is, yeah. but it's just the funkiness of the when you zoom out on it. It's hilarious. The funkiness. Garrett Cole, finalist in the MLBPA Players Choice Awards for outstanding pitcher. Fantastic. That's huge. None of those words mean anything. Nothing. 
finalist yeah. for the Players' Choice Awards for Outstanding Pitcher. They couldn't get a little more creative. I'll take Fielding Bible over Outstanding Pitcher. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> outstanding Pitcher. Why don't they just say Best Pitcher? Best Pitcher is so much better than Outstanding I won pitcher. Best Pitcher. Because they just want it to be hazy. Outstanding. Oh, he wasn't the best, but he was outstanding. He was simply marvelous. He was the most outstanding by far, but sure, he wasn't the best. Well, was he the best? Was he the best pitcher, or the most outstanding pitcher? That's content. And five Yankees got nominated for Silver Sluggy. What? So I didn't know that. I didn't know about. I didn't see any of this. Five nominated Silver Slugger awards. How many? Well, how many players it, get nominated? So. This is where things get interesting. Is it AL and NL? AL and NL. AL and NL. And I don't think there's a limit per position because I looked this up because DJ LeMayhew made the list, which was kind of it's the oddball. Kind of like, er? And I was wondering, I was like, okay, so, you know, is that, do they have to have three? Do they have to have four? Like, what's the deal? And then I was thinking about, AL second baseman, because DJ had a bad year. He was hurt. Um, Marcus Simeon had, like, a huge, huge year. He will be winning this award. Can I plead uh, super ignorance here, and a lot sure. of people are going to get very mad at me? Sure. I had no idea the Silver Slugger is like the gold glove. It goes to every position. I mean, I don't care about the Silver Slugger just such a level that sure. I, I never. It matters even less than gold glove. Yes, less than Gold Glove, and now I understand why. Mm. Nine guys get a Silver Slugger every year. The best, yeah. Well, no, like eighteen guys, position. like a Gold Glove. Yeah. Wow, I don't care about this at all. Okay, yeah. I like best it. Hitter at each position. Well, I, I for sure don't care about nominations then. Nominations, yeah. Because I mean, when you go same, that deep, like it's the same to, thing as Gold Gloves. But yeah, yeah that's where. So, at first base, the nominees for Silver Slugger this year are Vladimir Guerrero Jr., really good. Matt Olson had a really good year. Yuli Gurriel, he won the batting title. He's not in the same league as those guys. Three guys. And you're like, okay, if we're getting down to final three nominees, that kind of makes sense. Here's second base. Marcus Simeon, he had one of the more incredible seasons a second baseman's had. Jose Altuve, he had a really good year. It's Jose Altuve. Uh, Jorge Polanco for the Twins. He ended up having a really nice year for a second baseman. And then DJ. So he's the fourth nominee and a far and away fourth Why'd they amongst those guys. So I think we looked it up. Like I think if you get a certain amount of votes. Simeon, Altuve, LeMahieu, and Polanco. Polanco. Are the, the finalists. Votes are based on a combination of statistical production as well as the managers and coaches' general impressions of a player's overall offensive value. So nothing. So, yeah, I mean, DJ was kind of the shocker. But, again, it's just a nominee, and they don't. I don't think they get anything from that. No. Just noteworthy. It's just like an award us. show where they, 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 they give you the they candidates. They only recently started even doing finalists because it drums up a little more interest and you see like, oh, which one got it? Is that what's happening? They That's never announced same, finalists before? It used to just yeah. be the award comes out and you find out. They should gone. go back to that. For the, <laughs> for these, yeah. Like yeah. Gold, because like Clint gold didn't glove, deserve anything for 2020 and DJ doesn't deserve anything here. Yeah. And you kind of just, it's, and if you do it, why, why have DJ on there? The other three guys... Are so far ahead. It so it's far, kind of rude. They're just trying to get Yankee fans' so. interest to watch the announcement show. It doesn't seem which like which is almost as more insulting and less real. Yeah. So okay, it's there's a, a reason I don't care. And it's for not like it. a uniform. It's three finalists at every position. So basically, if there. the Yankee was in the top six, which there's only 15 teams. Right. One guy at each position, Start and some teams don't even out. have guys that play that position fully, so there's probably less than 15 options. Yeah. If a Yankee was in the top five, they just threw him in just because now we're sitting here talking about it? I think the so. Yankees in the headline. Because Gary Sanchez? 
Catch yeah, I mean that that also breaks into our just catchers in general conversation. But like Salvador Perez, <clears throat> Zanino, like in theory, you could have just had those be the two nominees, and I think real baseball. Or Sean Murphy would appreciate that. I don't think he. Finished yeah, a stretch at some point. I don't think he put it together this year, but last note on the second baseman uh, that was getting people in the streets fired up. They went to four nominees to include DJ, basically. Brandon Lau just exists. Yeah. Really good, 39 homers, and was good at the other stuff. Yeah. So if you're going to go to four, so there was some Rays Yankees stuff when it, when it first came out. I caught some of that on the Twitter. And rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, congrats to Judge. Congrats to Judge. Out of those five? Is what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, Gary's a distant third. Murphy and him are very similar. Gallo's lumped into the DHs, which is hilarious. 14 games as a DH this year across both teams. Yeah, how did like how does that happen? Well, why? Stanton and Gallo are DH nominees. But 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 how does Gallo get to get voted as a DH when he only played 14 games as a DH? You can't just say, well, we don't. This guy doesn't have. Uh, this guy played multiple positions in the outfield, there so was, let's just give him DH. DH. Like that doesn't make yeah. sense. Like there was the year JD Martinez his first year with the Red Sox and they won and he went crazy. He got two silver sluggers. He got right uh yeah. right field and DH. What? He yeah. That good a year and he played both like the same amount. So like it, it was actually like kind of noteworthy that year. So the more I learn about the silver slugger, the, the less learn. it means yeah. anything. Only time that's happened, but that I'm not trying to knock any but, player that has a silver slugger proudly presented on their wall. I think it's kind of a cool looking trophy. It's a actually. very cool looking trophy. Yeah, I think you're you're getting caught up in the process a little bit. The JD thing is just a weird, dumb baseball weird quirk. quirk. It's kind of cool if at the end of the day you could say, oh, "I was a five time Silver Slugger." At first I actually base. don't mind that as much as I. The nominations are just stop yeah, doing the nominations. The process. For these, you're making a mockery of they, people. They tried to make it more of a hype thing. They're we trying to do mass singer stuff. Dude, yes. Yeah. Announce yes. the finalists for like MVP and signing the awards, the like awards that go to a person that we all care about, and have fun okay. with that. I That's am uh, vetoing talking about Gold Glove or Silver Slugger nominations for the future of my life. Miss Veto <laughs> is out. <laughs> you're out. out. You're out. Four eyes. All right, let's get into some real baseball talk. Tell them who's in. Manscapes in. Clean genital region is in. Trimmed up, looking good is in. Feeling great is in. It's the holiday season. You got to tell your extended family that you have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in below the, the waist grooming. It includes the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Tame the bush. Score mm. brownie points with the in laws. What? That's what it says here. Show your bush to your in-laws? It says... Seems like you wouldn't want to do that. It includes the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. That's what it says here on this paper. Okay. You're telling me your in-laws wouldn't appreciate that? Yes. Picture you, <laughs> picture you and the baby and your oh, well-maintained bush. Your baby... 25 years from now. Yeah. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off plus free shipping with code YANKS by going to manscaped.com. Enjoy. Yeah, interesting copy there. That's some, that's some interesting copy there. We got options. Yeah. Brett Gardner has an option. I hate Brett Gardner. He's got a 2.3 million player option. Uh that he can opt in. The Yankees have a $7 million club option. If Gardner declines his player option, he doesn't take the 2.3. The Yankees can buy him out for $1.1 million. So no matter what, Gardner's getting $1.15 million. Now... If he wa- if if the Yankees want to exercise their club option, it's seven point one five 
uh, that he'd be getting, they're guaranteed already one of that. So it'd be like adding six point one five to the tax or whatever. Six right. million. If Gardner declines. It's a six million dollar decision for the Yankees. Yes. Yeah. So six million dollars is what it comes. The Yankees have decided. Do we want him for another year for six million dollars? I think they say no to that, right? I think so. I mean, they have Gallo now, but injuries are crazy. They love Brett Gardner. Do they say no and rework it? Does he take his player option at two? I think that's what the Yankees would. Yeah, I guess that's interesting. And I, I mean, if Brett Gardner does that, it's like, whoa, Brett Gardner's fully back. And I know a lot of people that makes you get naturally kind of super angry. I'm in kind of an interesting spot in it because for me, I mentally know that if Brett Gardner's on the roster, he's going to play 125 games, which I I don't want anymore. Yeah, like I love Brett. And if he was playing 75 games in 60s, you know, he starts a month and a half and then he's playing defense and he's coming into games, like I would sign up for that, Brett Gardner. But like we have to come to grips at this point. You know, we've... We've told you people and gotten you prepped, but if Brett Gardner is on the baseball team, he's going to lead the team in games played in the outfield. So, like, I don't, I don't know. He played 140 games this year. Yeah. Do the fact that he had a good summer mean anything? Like June through August, um, 362 on base, 746 OPS. That's above average while playing center field. Does that mean, obviously, it's cherry-picked because it's just three months. Um, If Brett Gardner ends up on the team next year, I need, like, I need options in front of him. I'm fine with him playing defense and running some bases and being a part of the team. Judge, Gallo, Hicks, 140 games. He's going to play. But that's... It's the best. It's the good and the bad because you need people that can play. Everyone gets yeah. hurt, but is Gardner the guy you need to play? I guess here's my thing: Do they trust Hicks now as a, a center field piece that can do that? Because not Hicks. I meant I meant to say Wade. Hey, last episode Rosie asked me about Voight, and I totally answered it about Wade. <laughs> I had so many people text me like, "You think Voight's gonna stay?" You want him to stay? I thought you answered that kind of weird. I was like, and wow, I, was like, I didn't know what? you were on and the then, Voight train. And then someone, and I was like, oh, <laughs> everything I said was about Wade. I wish I called you out. I was like, good for you, man. You're, no, you're everything I said was about Wade. I think Voight's getting traded no matter what. I've said the, <laughs> I think Voight's getting traded a ton I of know, times. I know, that's where I was. Yeah. I was so confused okay. when people Voight were saying that. Like not tender. Like I, I, I don't know why I had Wade on the mind when Rose asked me about Voight, but saying about Wade. I was saying I was saying that, you know, I don't Wade Wade would probably stay around. They're not gonna shop him, but if they get calls, maybe Void, I think they're shopping heavily. Um, they already did. And that's so A, and I think Hicks actually can be a part of this conversation. The last we saw Hicks, he was pretty burly. He wasn't moving fantastic in center field. I think that'll be a big topic come spring. Um how much no, no, can winter you- ball. He's playing winter ball. We get to watch Hicks in winter ball. Look at that. Um, Cash, unless H- it's changed, I think Cash said he wants to, and they're deciding if they'll let him. But. Pulls is already hitting walk-offs in yeah. whatever he's playing. And, I mean, next year, Hicks is going to be – he turned 32 in October. So, 32-year-old center fielder, looks like he lost the half step. That's something to keep an eye on. I like what you're saying, Jim, because that was going to be my question. And this is going to make more hair on people's necks stand up, but if Brett Gardner's back, like – I'm okay with that if Tyler Wade's, like, ahead of him on the depth chart. Not going to happen, though. Like, if Hicks got hurt, like, I'd be more open to Wade getting, like, the everyday starts in center for, you know, three weeks or whatever it is than Guardy at this point. Yeah. Like, you know? But what what's the order of the events here? Do we know? Do the Yankees get to act first or does he? I, w- I believe I he has to, Gardner right? would get to act first. So that's so Yankees interesting. And we know their relationship. We've said it on here a lot. Like, I think they'll have a lot of open conversation. Yeah. But if you're Gardner, do you still think you're worth, or do you just want to be on the Yankees? Because if I'm Brett Gardner, and I don't have as much info as these guys or thought process, and he 
might bank on himself and say, I'm totally fine going to yeah. X team and playing a couple years there. I'd take the player option and be part of the Yankees next year. Tampa. Fuck oh. that. That'd be a nightmare, huh? Fuck that. Um, if I'm Guardy, I take the option. Two million more dollars to your bank account, one more year with the Yankees, and and go out as a Yankee forever. That would mean obviously I'm a diehard Yankees fan. And I'm so it's not just the Yankees, but I think having one career with one team forty years from now is cool and gonna mean a lot to him. Yeah. Rather than so th- basically your only option there is if you choose a team that like goes to the World Series. Yes. So it's it's decline the player option, risk the Yankees paying you a million dollars uh to not play for them and you can go to another team and, and play on another team to end your career or just not play and that's how your career ends or take the 2 million dollars say I'm taking the player option this is my last year I'm retiring after this yeah. year and uh one where you were in pinstripes and then you, the Yankees are a little handcuffed and you're going to play 100 games so if I was Brett Gardner I would take his player option if, if he doesn't I don't know what the Yankees do I don't think they pay him 6 million dollars and yeah. If you're if you're Gardner, just like crunching the numbers, the Yankees aren't going to give you because after the little over million buyout, so they're not going to give you f- more than five million for next year. Because then that then they would have just picked up the option. So then, how much more if your option was two point three or whatever the number is? It's like all right, so at most the Yankees can get you two more mil. Even that's if you do a bad job. That's the secret third option here. Is these these two sides are obviously so tethered that if there's a no festival back and forth, there's still a chance of a one year four million. Like if if Brett Gardner and his agent can prove that's what he'd get on the open market. But I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, from knee jerk reaction, it feels like Gardy's would just opt in. That's what I would guess. Thirty eight year old center fielder who yeah. had a. 680 OPS last year. Yeah. And the CBA coming up, just take the money. Interesting. If he wants to play. Yeah. Guarantee Ross. Or at, at Which minimum, that's kind of the more like Can that's he opt kind of, in and retire? At, at minimum he can he <laughs> Can he can, opt in and retire in he May? He can opt in. I think if he retires I think he doesn't get it. Jay Bruce, but it, you don't yeah. get but the he money. Could, like force them force their hand, they'd have to cut him and then he would get yeah. the money. All it, right. At least. The next are you any yeah. more on Guardy? No, I just think it would also be pretty Brett Gardner move if he just like, ah, I'm retired. Yeah. We don't have to do the whole last hurrah thing. Just text. I'm out. No, nope. for, for, for the love of the game. Email. Not no, text. it's T9. I got his email. The next two are very easy. Uh, jo- Joely Rodriguez has a $3 million club option or a 500 k buyout that the Rangers yeah. will spend. So the Yankees will not be taking that club option, and the Rangers will pay Joely Rodriguez $500,000. That I am 95% on. I think the only five I would leave is he has good baseball savant numbers, like Joely's stuff on baseball and nerdy stuff, which we know the Yankees like, is there. He's a, he's a, he can't get out righties. And there's a three. As of now, who knows what Matt Blake and the factory have and all that stuff. There's a 5% chance for me that the Yankees try to be the Yankees this year and salary cap doesn't matter. So for them, it's like keeping an asset in Joely, who, you know, he throws major league bullpen innings. So I, I think there is just a... I'm at 97.5%. Like, like if they kept... Okay, so you're 2.5% above me. Because I'm scared to say 100, but it's one... It, I okay. Mean, it'd be I just... Down. I think there's a chance they see him as an asset that they can tap into even more. And there should be no luxury tax anything this year. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. think even you know? more than like the three mil he'd make... Like you... The sixty day isn't a thing in the off season. They might just need the forty man spot. It it's highly well, it's highly well likely he's three million. And yeah, and, and then you can have the, the forty man spot open to yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm up to ninety nine percent. You're up to nine nine. Yeah, 
Okay. You never you never know when funny business is going to sneak up your nose. 95-2. Okay. Point 0.2. And then the next, so one, next one is also easy. Darren O'Day, uh, $1.4 million player option. He's just going to take that. Probably, right? Because he, he got Tommy John, right? Uh, Britain was Tommy John. But O'Day, O'Day was, was a- hamstring again. <clears throat> Darren oh. O'Day. I thought it was a serious injury. It was a serious but hamstring injury. I think the last injury. update we got was he would be ready for spring training, which yeah. every, everyone like he, laughed he at. Really? Yeah. But it's a very serious like hamstring thing. And he's had that before. Yeah. That was like the other serious injury in his career. Because was that was part of Cashman's end of year like inter- interview. It was like Darren O'Day will be ready for spring training next year. He wow. may decide. I mean, he's thirty. He's thirty-eight as well. I think so. He may, he may decide he's done. But hmm. Yeah, Britain's on at all next year. All right, so he's got a player option, or. If he declines his player option of 1.4 mil, the Yankees would pay would would have an option. Do they give him 700k buyout or do they give him 3.1 club option? I would assume Darren O'Day's opting in. I would assume he's opting in and taking that as well. 39 year old reliever. And then if you have if you have Gardner and O'Day likely opting in, we're guessing, and that's 3.7 mil. Joelle's out. I'm up to 100%. He's up to 100. If those guys opt in. I'm 95.2%. Okay. I ran the simulator. Not the stimulator. So those are all the... When's the opt-in, opt-out date, do you know? Um, I can find for sure. I, be, in, I believe it's like end of the World Series. There's like It's like whatever that day that is. I think there might be like three days after. Um, Might be a quick Google. MLB opt-out date. I feel like each contract is kind of has their own language in there, and some sometimes the teams agree like, "Hey, we can wait one more week." Yeah, so sometimes they do it right. just like agree to push it. Uh, five days following the conclusion of the World Series. Five days, okay. So we might be six days away. We could be next week's episode. We'll have the answers. It could be. Holy smokes! Free agents: Rizzo, Kluber, Heaney. If they were to go after any of them, you would think Rizzo? If you had to put him in order. You think I, Kluber? I don't think you'd like my answer, yeah. Just from a need standpoint. And, like, the whole Cressy and Yankee stuff. That's just a genuine... What do you think Kluber's going to be looking for now? Another one-year deal for 10 mil? Probably in that neighborhood. Definitely can't. The only reason more. there's no there should not there is a limit. They're not going to just spend like crazy. Right. There is, but but I think they'll go over the tax this year if there is a tax. Yeah. And I think they go somewhere. Else. I think even if they just brought everyone back and did nothing else with the, with all the arbitration guys and stuff, they I think they're over. Yeah, go somewhere else. Don't. Go. Um. You, how likely do you think it is that Kluber's back? Not high. Like, I don't think any of those three check the Yankees' boxes. But if you look at Yankees' needs and then any conversation after that, like, Yankees need more pitching, and he still has the Cressy ties. And, and they've now worked with him for a year. There is some. The, on, the, the only reason Rizzo might win out is fan, fan approval, fan appeal. More fans are clamoring for, for Rizzo to return than Kluber. There was a loud contingent of Rizzo for a while, but, I mean, that doesn't hold much water at all. And the Yankees are probably going to get someone that can play either first or third, assuming they, you know, we've been talking about they're probably going to move on from Void and Geo. Or that's just our speculation. But None of them are going to get a qualifying offer, right? No, I mean, no, if no, they... No, no, no. Well, would Rizzo? Rizzo can't because he was traded midseason. So, so he's ineligible. Um, Kluber's probably already others. got one. I guess yeah, I mean, and he would just take it if he was off. I guess Rizzo, so. there's probably more of a conversation than we're leading on, but that would just mean DJ LeMahieu is our third baseman next year. Or the Rover. 
whenever someone They gave him hurt. a lot of money. When he was the rover, he was $12 million a year. Now yeah. he's... Yeah. I mean, someone will get hurt at some point. And Absolutely. And then, then, bam, he's back in. We're, we have to assume DJ's really hurt this year. Yeah, I am. Assuming. Like, I think the Yankees are penciling in DJ LeMahieu as a starter. Their leadoff hitter next year. They did all this year, and he was hurt and not good. I have faith in DJ returning to yeah. the form. He's, he's between what he was before this contract and what he was this year. Yeah. I would lean closer to that. Um. All right, we have an interesting note here from Erica who helped us out with the sheet. Interesting note. Something that occurred to her, do the Yankees have a real infield instructor? It was te- technically Carlos Mendoza and Willits, but Mendoza is also the bench coach, and both Mendoza and Willits were outfielders who never played infield during their playing careers. With the Yankees' defensive issues, shouldn't this be a priority to get a guy whose only job is working with the infielders on their defense? Yankees coaching staff in 2021, there's no infield guy listed. That is interesting that the fielding instructors were all outfielders. Um, And with how much love Ron Washington's been getting in the World Series for doing the drills before every game with them and then coming into play. And we had someone join a stream that's on the field with the Yankees a lot, said, like, you don't really see him doing them that much. Yeah. Yankees do good for practice. Is that where it's coming down to? (laughs) No, it's like a really do dumb it, conversation. Might do it all. When they the each do are their on. own practice. There's just something to baseball about. Ron, if you asked baseball fans, if we family feuded a hundred baseball fans, who's the best defensive infield coach? I mean, seventy of them would have no answer. The twenty-five would have Ron Washington, Dickinson, or Dickerson. There's two people on Dick and Dickerson. The Padres. One person on Dickerson, one on Dickinson. What's his name? The Padres. I think it's Dickerson. He was with the Orioles, and then he followed Manny Machado. Sure. And he gets a ton of praise for being a fantastic infield instructor. But I don't so remember So two his name. family vo- feud votes there, and we're not sure on Zero. the name. I mean, half yeah. the family feud audience is going to say, like, hell. Well, family feud, I think they used to poll people in Mall of America a lot, so that's Minnesota. Mm. So... Trevor Plouffe. Nostradamus. They should do that, though. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be into that. So I, th- I believe, because she and I were talking before, because she said, because she asked me, who, do I know who their infield coordinator is? And I was like, I think Willits did stuff. He is listed as outfield instructor on their site. Also not with the team anymore, which I don't think we talked about yet. Uh, I think Mendoza was their infield guy. Mendy. I believe. So we still need, if I'm reading this right, we need a new third base coach, right? The hitting coach team. Yeah, the whole hitting. They might promote the hitting coach if they don't go outside because I think they revamped the entire minor league hitting coaches operation and Thames and Paletti. I might I might be wrong here, but I thought they revamped that, and and the minor leagues have seen incredible success. All their hitters in the minor leagues the last the, two seasons. The Yankees minor leagues had a fantastic year. Yeah, like every, so every, I'm so not many jumps. Um, they should do two though. They should have like promote one of those guys and then get another guy to come in. Get a get a Van Scoit guy. Yeah, they're gonna get a nerd. Yeah. Um, there'll be someone we haven't heard of yet. That's fine. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about was the Cole and Gardner stuff. Did we talk about that on here at all? The only thing that I really liked about the article that, and and who knows, it's all rumors and stuff. It does fit both their personalities to what we know that Gardner would, if no one's heard it, the day the pine tar stuff came out, Gardner supposedly put a ton of pine tar in his hat and was walking through the clubhouse, like making fun of. Cole and Cole screamed at him. Trying to make light. Trying to make the light of the situation. Cole screamed at him and uh reverse light. And then Cole apologized the next day. Um Wild. I think it I, I don't care about it at all. I Cole's wound tight. And uh the one thing I think the article said it, Clavish and the article like they need someone that Cole can relate to. And he advocated for David Cohn, who now has a podcast with John Boy Media. Oops. But, yeah, like, Matt Blake might not be able to um, get into Cole's brain the way a Coney could or just an ultra-crazy 
like competitor person would. And I'm interested in hitting as well. Like just someone who like under like Trevor Plouffe always says like you just need coaches who who will understand with you how hard the game is. And that's I I feel like the word from coaching that got lost for a few years there, and we're seeing it comes come back is respect. Like whether it's Ron Washington or Brian Snicker or Bob Melvin who just got hired. For, in San Diego from Oakland, like there's something to being a 26 year old and seeing a 50, 60 year old man that when you show up late or something, it's not like my bad skip. It's kind of like that won't happen again. And I I think baseball kind of missed that for a couple years that, yeah. I I think the other phrase that kind of came in my head when you were talking about, Cole and Matt Blake, who, by the way, Matt Blake deserves a ton of love. The pitchings, pitching had a great year. A lot of names that we didn't expect. So none of this is shots fired at Matt Blake. Matt Blake can talk pitching with Garrett Cole, but he kind of can't coach Garrett Cole. Like, is that too dramatic? Yeah, because he probably needs, like, somewhat like a psyche help, not just a tactics help. Yeah. Not help. I mean, it's not, I don't, don't take that the wrong way. Like He, he could probably benefit from uh, someone like with that mindset. Um, so I'm interested to see how they go the coaching route. Uh, Dan Rourke, mm. editor here, he edits Coney's new podcast, yeah. produces it. He tweeted out the top 10 prospect list. His? No, okay. Baseball America. <laughs> okay. uh, I'd like him Interested to tweet out either his. way. Yeah. Um, the, the two names that people should know, you guys know the Martian, Jason Dominguez, but... You should know Volpe and Peraza because yeah. those two guys are really rising and I think the Yankees really believe in them. And they're the new kind of Glaber judge. N- not to say I think they'll turn out that way, but the Yankees are going to not try to trade these guys unless those it's a, it would be a huge yeah. move if Volpe or Oswald or if Anthony Volpe or Oswald Peraza. Or, or Jason Dominguez, any of those three got moved in a deal, it would be a huge move. Yeah. That's how you should view them. Like, obviously, prospects get traded, and prospects don't pan out. But those three are that level right now where, like, ah. Oh. Like, if the Yankees don't make a big move at shortstop, or if it's Corey Seager, which we've talked about a little bit, uh, Oswald Peraza... He's supposed to be able to play major league defense at shortstop now. And he had a good year hitting. Volpe is supposed to be, like, kind of a special dude at this point. What he's done in the minors at how young he is. He's, his season's being regarded as one of, like, just one of the best, like, minor league seasons a prospect's had. I'm seeing, period. Like, on Fangraphs right now, they have him as the Yankees' top prospect now. Yeah. Like, 18th overall. And like, that's, and like, Dominguez had a good year. Like, he didn't. He's not just like benefiting from that, a slip or something. No, he just overtook him. No, I mean on a lot of lists. So yeah, that's the and the other thing that came out today that I I was gonna say maybe we'll save for next time, but it's not a full conversation. They did the classic. Uh, one of the websites did the Yankees lineup in five years, and uh, it was Volpe and Peraza on the left side. Volpe at third, Peraza at short. Wow. So. Get ready for that. You know who else has made the top ten list? TY twenty twenty six. My dude Big Deet. Ken Dieter. Waldachuk. Waldachuk. Top ten. Special. Remember I DM'd him? Yes. Because his middle name was Dieter. Yeah. So do you ever thought about going by Dieter? Derek Jeter mixed. Dita. You ever reply to that? Yeah, he said in college people called me Big Deet. I believe is what he said. So that's at the beginning makes sense. Big Deet. The big. In college, my teammates called me Big Deet. I said that's even better than Dieter. It's huge. Walter Chuck, Trey Sweeney, another Trey. Mm. So they're shortstop heavy now. I believe Trey was their first round pick this year. 
Nice. Who's who's Hayden Wesnek Wesneski? Is he uh is he another pitcher? I think Yeah, right hand. I think him and Waldachuk were the two guys that had like standout the minor pitcher league pitcher years. Year. Hayden Wesnecki. Hayden Wesnecki. Hayden Gregory Wesnecki. Sam Houston State. Um Austin yeah. Wells, number five on that list. He's he's been on the show. Yeah. Had a good year. Friend. Who's the other catcher? What happened to him? Siegler? Siegler. I think he's I think he's gotten hurt a few times. Um just hasn't worked out yet. Siegler and Bro. Siegler and Bro, same year. They were both we saw them both at Hudson Valley. Siegler got uh, I think he took a foul ball to the dome. Hmm. And then they had to get removed, right? Left. Yeah, the game we were at. Uh, yeah, Siegler's in high A. Not a fantastic season. Yeah, I think his glove. Still like only 22. So far. So, yeah. And catchers take a while. And it, Joshua Bro? Josh Bro. Josh Bro. B R E A U X. Josh Bro also at Hudson Valley. He had a good year. Uh, well, good. I looked at OPS right away. So he had a good slugging. Popped seventeen homers. Huge. Not great. BA or OBP. Young, young guys. Young guys. Young, young guys. guys. Catchers, can, catchers particularly take a little bit. That is true, because they're doing a lot. Doing a lot. Learning a lot. Shit tons of Always learning. learning. All right. Like three years ago, so other positions you kind of like go up every year. Catchers not as much. Thursday, Jake will be coming to you live or maybe pre-recorded. I don't know the plan. I won't be around. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see how many episodes I can hop on, hop off uh, in the next six weeks. But it'll be on more than zero, I'd guess. More than zero. Yeah. But it'll be a little hiatus. So thanks, everyone. Finds a way. We'll uh, we'll be having fun. Hopefully, we'll get coaching and option news soon. Next time we talk to you, the baseball season will be officially over. Options. 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 Coaches. And there's going to be other shit going down. Ships. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, my God. What happened? Thanks for listening. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks.